Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're back. Welcome to episode six, our first themed episode. That's our true. Our first, like, special for the holidays, our Halloween episode. First of many. Not well, not many Halloween episodes. Many themed episodes. Yeah. I mean, Halloween happens once a year, so... Actually, it could be the first of many if we're on for a long <laughs> we're just, time. We're just going to be the Halloween podcast. The Halloween podcast. Halloween. That's all it's going to be. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm Pat, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm Zach. I mean, if, at this point, if you... We have our special effects man. We do have a special Ooh. effects man. <laughs> uh, Rick. Yep, that's Rick, our uh, special effects guy. He'll be providing sound effects peppered throughout the... Uh, the podcast is mainly just the scary ghost. <laughs> That's all I really Does got. Does he have a name? That's he birds. famous in his living form? Um, yes, he was uh, Sean Bean at one point. Oh, oh my god! That well, actually comes into play later. That, that does, Sean Bean does come into play later. Um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, just a couple light, uh, like not too many news stories. Actually, well, to be perfectly honest here, we, we're not sure what we're going to talk about. We're kind of going to wing it, but I mean, you shouldn't expect anything different from us. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it has been perfectly obvious. We're kind of winging everything we're doing here. Yeah. So, so uh, fuck the agenda. It might not even be a true agenda. So right. Let's get right into what are you playing? Okay. Uh, so I was actually able to put significant time into Assassin's Creed and actually like further the story. And I've realized that this game is going to take forever. It's, yeah. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like I love when that it, game. Like, I thought Origins was great last year, but this blows it out of the water. Oh, yeah, it's 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 leaps and bounds, like, better already. And exactly. I know I'm not even, like, 20% into and like, the game itself. I can't stop playing. It, like, Red Dead comes out next week, and it's going to take a lot to stop playing this just to play Red Dead. Like, that's how I good this game is. I don't know, you've been pretty is. amped for Red Dead. I, I feel am, like you could... And I know I'm going to play Red Dead launch, but it's not like... I'm, I don't think I'm going to devote 100% of my gaming time after Red Dead comes out, because this game is so good, and I just want to keep going. I guess it depends on how compelling the Red Dead storyline is now. I mean, this That's AC storyline is fairly compelling. Yeah. So it's actually... Yeah. But anyways, what are you playing, Rick? Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, it's a little bit of a newer game. It's Final Fantasy VIII. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, going back. Um, what platform are you playing on? Uh, Vita. Oh, nice. I tend to use my Vita. Actually, I use all my systems as kind of classic consoles. Um... I know I own at least three versions of Final Fantasy VII. Wow. Uh, now two versions of Final Fantasy VIII. Was one of them the iPad? Because no. they did release it on the iPad. On the iPad? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think seven and eight might be on the iPad, too. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. If we had a fact checker, he could fact check. I mean, if we have two laptops sitting in front of us, we could fact check. Yeah, there's no way. No one will ever you know. You know why? No one will ever know how many Final Fantasies there's been. First of all, that's not true. <laughs> anyway. Uh, secondly, you know why we're not fact checking, or why we can't fact check his chances in here. He didn't show up to work. Again. Fucking producer not doing his job. And it's actually crazy because the people who voted on that poll gave him a second chance. Did they? Second was... chance won the poll. How, by how many? By one vote. Oh my god. <laughs> by a single vote. I know you voted for I no voted chance. no. I voted no. <laughs> but anyway, you kind of hijacked Rick's thing, so. That's fine. I've also been playing a lot of Binding of Isaac. Rebirth? Or no, wait. Oh, the they... one for the Vita, so I believe uh, Rebirth. Because the original Afterbirth? was on Steam. Yeah, I don't know. They've got a bunch of versions of that. Uh, that's so I've never played it, but that's like the kind of like procedurally generated, and you get different gear or abilities or something. Yeah, each time. Uh, yeah, I have every run. Uh, it's one of those fun games you just sit down and play for about forty-five minutes and just do an Isaac run. Right. It's usually pretty difficult, at least starting off. It took me quite a few months to actually beat, you know, the boss, and then you have to play it again, and then because you know first you have to beat your mom. That doesn't sound great. Because <laughs> your Boom. mom's trying to kill you in the game. Um, That's true, listeners out there. If your mom's trying to kill you, it's okay to beat her. Yeah. Um, well, she's possessed <laughs> by the devil, I believe. And then you have to go and like go back through, beat your mom again. And then after you beat your mom, you can beat the devil. Phrasing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, you know, I'm just hanging out with a bunch of... High school kids in Final Fantasy VIII, then beat my mom in Binding of Isaac. It's been a blast. I fucking love video games. <laughs> like, that is amazing. You can go from that. Yeah. yeah, by the way, I did beat Shadow of the Tomb Raider. First of all, the story didn't do it for me as much as the other Tomb Raider games have. I felt like some of the characters were weak. Gameplay-wise, it was great. I, I think we've already talked about this. Like, the traversal's great. I did like Lara's character journey, but... The overall story wasn't just there for me. I kind of started off playing stealthy because that's how like the other Tomb Raider games have been. But towards the end, because I did just want to power through it and get back to AC Odyssey, uh, I did go in guns blazing in like the later levels. It surprised me that I could just switch to that, like just pull out my shotgun and 
blaze through people, down, yeah. And it was like very easy to switch gears <laughs> like that. So, you know, the uh, diversity of gameplay is there. So, yeah. it's a good game. I'd give it eight point two out of ten. Yeah. What would you have given? Because I know you were saying like, Rise of the Tomb Raider was nine point oh. I think. Okay. Um, I'd probably go like eight point five for Tomb Raider reboot. Right. Um, so this one's kind of lower, like the lowest out of the three. But I don't want them to end this franchise. I feel like this came out like right before Odyssey, right like a week apart from Spider-Man. Like this was a terrible launch window for this game. I feel like if they had released it January or February or so, well, I guess no, that's fucking busy too. Release it August. Wait, when did it come out? It came out September. Maybe release it. May? No month works for you. Doug. Somewhere <laughs> you name, no. like, half the year. Somewhere <laughs> in the summer when like not a lot of games get released. Um what would have been great was to release it alongside the movie cuz then you get like the buzz from the people who are like, "Oh, I just saw the movie. I'll go play the game." Right. Or, "Hey, I just played the game. I'll go watch the movie," even though they're not like anything to do with each other. Okay, well, we're going to go through the light topics that don't really matter. Sony got hacked again, whatever. They fixed it. Yeah. Um, but segueing into what other news happened for Sony is um, they have a game that got delayed. So Days Gone. Days Gone got delayed. Which, and which, people are concerned that that might mean that Last of Us 2 yeah, will get so, delayed beyond 2019. Then. So basically, Days Gone was going to come out February 22nd, the day of like every game launch, because Anthem, uh, Crackdown, Anthem, Crackdown yeah. 3... Uh, Metro Exodus. Which looks sweet. I, I'm very excited yeah. for Metro Exodus. And then I think some other game, like, besides Days Gone, so like five major games were coming out on February 22nd, so you knew somebody was going to move. I thought Crackdown was going to back down, but Crackdown's been delayed so much. Oh, I don't think Crackdown's been delayed several times. Yeah. Then, so so um, it, it was Sony. It was Days Gone. They moved from February to April, which by itself doesn't mean a whole lot. Like, I don't think this game is like, super highly anticipated you know like obviously last of us 2 that's everybody's got their attention on that um the fact that they moved it later on in the year kind of makes me think sony's not going to release two zombie games in the same year at least i don't think they should i don't think that's a good a good strategy i mean i think they could it's just like especially since last of us 2 is so anticipated and also uh i don't from the gameplay i've seen of last of us 2 a lot of it's just human on human that is um, true, yeah. They didn't show much. And if it takes place so, you know, further in the future, then perhaps, you know, maybe a lot of the, uh, what they call them, chitters? I think so, yeah. Yeah, maybe a lot of them just kind of faded away. Maybe there will be some bigger monsters that maybe have lasted through time, but perhaps, you know, and still, they were never really, like, zombie zombies, right? Yeah, I guess neither franchise has zombie zombies, because they said in Days Gone is, like, they call them freakers, and, like, they're people, like, it's, a. Uh, like a drug or something that causes them, so it's not like they're undead. Um, Just crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> and then in, like we all know, in Last of Us, it's the fungus that affects them. So none of them are really zombies, but they're very similar franchises. They're both, like, dark, gritty, like, you know, post-apocalyptic, not post-apocalyptic, really, but, like, the fall of humanity, kind of, right. you know what I'm saying? So... I wonder if... They're just too similar, I think, to release that I close. wonder if the... I guess how well Days Gone does. That's I wonder what, if that will how much that will affect whether or not Last of Us Two gets released this year or twenty nineteen. That's what I'm saying because like if like if it does well, if Last of Us Two is coming out like you know fall twenty nineteen, they'd probably announce it somewhere in the spring, right when Days Gone is coming out. So people are like. I don't know if I want to get Days Gone right now because Last of Us Two is coming out. I wonder out. if they just push it back to like November December. Last of Us or Days yeah. Gone? Last of Us. Okay. Like, like, like if Days Gone is getting pushed back from February to April, they move it from fall to winter for Last of Us 2. Yeah. And I that mean, way you keep your timetable essentially the same. You shifted it. They could do that, but I, I just don't think it, it would be a very good... Because marketing for these games has to start like so many months in advance and you have to get like, you know, ads, YouTube ads, like people going on shows to talk about the games, releasing gameplay major conferences like uh, E3 you don't want you don't want your E3 showcase to be here's days gone and then like 2 minutes later here's a trailer for Last of Us 2 cuz i know we're gamers we understand the difference but if those games like look similar that's going to confuse people yeah. 
Yeah. Um, like the casual gamers. So. Right. So I assume you just had this problem regardless that they're releasing. Well, two, but, but, what I'm saying irrele- is irrelevant from because this game released. is pushed back. I think what's going to happen is now. Last of Us Two is a spring 2020 title, so like I think the first Last of Us came out like June or March or something. So maybe they push that back to that mm-hmm. same time period. Yeah, I think it's gonna sell really well. Oh, Last uh, with of Us the, Two, with or without the holiday push. Yeah, totally. Like I'm, I'm gonna buy a day of. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. Last of Us One was fucking amazing. Oh, so. Scary game, so I won't get it. <laughs> but it's just like holy the- fuck, that's. I could have talked about... Okay, well, no, never mind. We'll, we'll talk about scary yeah, okay, games. Right. We'll talk about Last of Us some more. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of my thought process. I don't think it'll be smart of them to release two of those very similar games back-to-back. So my thought process. Maybe you push Last of Us 2 back, and maybe it's a kind of like a split-generation game, kind of like how Zelda was, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. were released on both Wii U and... Switch maybe Last of Us releases on PS4 and five, so yeah, and that could push PS5 sales. Like, hey, I lo- I want to play Last of Us too, but I want to play it the best possible, possible looking yeah. way or whatever. So, so going back to the Sean Bean thing that we talked about, we got we <laughs> mentioned earlier um, on our theme of dying slash scary. It's not really scary, but his Ooh. title is there's our title. <laughs> Right now, you have done more work than Chance ever did. <laughs> we, I'm on, I might promote him to producer. There Executive. you go. Executive producer. There you go. Um, no, so Sean Bean is going to be a killable oh. character. He's an elusive target. Is an elusive target quote, is the title, but he's someone you can kill in Hitman 2. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> given the fact that he dies in everything. <laughs> yeah, so they released a, a little like live-action trailer and like kind of a blurb. Um, basically, yeah, Edward Stark himself will play Mark Faba, an ex-MI5 agent who has become a freelance assassin. Um, he's nicknamed the Undying due to his knack for faking his own death. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's just great marketing. Whoever yeah. came up with this yeah. is like a they genius. Did a, they did a very, very good job. I mean, it's just in case you're not in on the in-joke here, um, Sean, Sean Bean, Bean dies Bean. in every character he's Spoiler ever Spoiler alert for anything you see that has Sean Bean in it, he will die. Yes. Ned Stark, Boromir, the guy in, uh, what was that Christian Bale movie? Fuck, you guys know what I'm talking about? Early Christian Bale? Ooh, Empire of the Sun. No, that's so super early. Uh, early Christian Bale. Um, the is Machinist. The, the Machinist is good. The Machinist no, that was great. I wouldn't say that's early because that was even after Batman. Executive producer. <laughs> Killing time. Thank you for filling in the dead air that we have. Oh, did he die in Troy? No, he was Odysseus in Troy. Oh. Yeah. But they never did the Odyssey, so that character kind of died. <laughs> the character itself died. You know, I, didn't, I really wasn't a big fan of Troy. Get the fuck out of Sorry. this podcast. Sorry. Honestly, I don't know. I thought it was average, like... I thought it was good. It's so weird for Orlando Bloom to kind of go out of his shell and play a character that's kind of oh yeah, I fucking hate frail. And you hate Orlando Bloom. No, you get the fuck out of here. I hate Orlando Bloom. Why? He's got the same character. He's yeah, exactly. I, I was kind of hinting towards that, yeah. <laughs> frail. Yeah. He's got uh, his Legolas open is a badass. I love how they shoehorned him into the uh, Hobbit movies. Yeah. Yes, he looks so old. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you're And he's to supposed to be younger, <laughs> yeah. But your face, like, you, you just... Went on a face diet yeah. for you know they quite a few years. They couldn't do any of the thing they did for uh, Hank Pym and Ant Man because he looked great in that opening. Equilibrium. Oh, Equilibrium. That, that was great. Too long. Yeah, I forgot about that. that. Sean I own that. that. Yeah. Why did you just gr- look up Christian Bale movies? Just look up Gun Fu because there's I think there's more Christian Bale movies than there are Sean Bean movies. Maybe, Maybe that's not true. I don't know. I don't think that's no. true. No, he's he's he has a Sean Bean is in everything. But yeah. uh, if you haven't seen Equilibrium, you should watch Equilibrium. That's a great movie. Yeah, Gun Fu. It, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's kind of terrible, but it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, for its budget, it's it's a good movie. Right, like you can tell it's like you a know lower budget. Great. What the door? What the door? Or is it the room? Whatever movie was fucking awful. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, you're a fucking room. idiot. You you completely fucked up that joke I by saying the wrong name. The door. It was so bad. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. Yeah, no, I own it. I did not hit her. I did not. I own the oh, room I and I, I own the book. And then the movie that the book was based on, or 
that I bet you the, the book out of our movie out of the book. The door is a 2012 film. I was saying English, English, English and speaking. Hungarian language. Ooh, drama. Man, you're so cultured. Anglo-Hungarian. Yeah. <laughs> Zach and his foreign films. Yeah. Big foreign films guy. Love subtitles. <laughs> he just like before this podcast started, he's like, I don't remember the last book I read. <laughs> Do you think you'd sit down and read subtitles? I said I don't. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> <laughs> thought we were becoming friends zach but you seem like the guy who would just do like the dubbed animes i Not do want <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean there, there is something to be said for authenticity but like i also want to know what the fuck they're saying <laughs> and you can't read an level to be able to follow it <laughs> they talk so fast <laughs> You read so slow. No, they talk really fast. It's like odd for... And they're ninjas. Or, well, for Naruto, they're ninjas or whatever. But it's just like they talk so fast. <laughs> Everything they do is swift. Like, recovering now. I just thought... Because Hitman 2 wasn't on, like, my radar at all. But it's still not. Well, yeah, but, like, I'm not going to buy it December. I think that's also a game that suffers from coming out at the wrong time. I think it just suffers from being what it is. Yeah. I think if they put it on, like... I don't know, they put on Games Pass, they could. I mean, oh yeah, the first Hitman's on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, so I mean, they could put on Game Pass and be like, yeah, I'd play it. Yeah. Like, just for um, something to do. I'm glad that they're away from the, the episodic release schedule, though, because that, mm. for a game like Hitman, I don't think that works at all. Yeah. But anyway, why we're really here. Yes, so this is the Halloween episode, so we're going to be talking mostly about our favorite scary games. Ooh, <laughs> scary games. <laughs> Oh, God, I love how one of the sound effects is just him saying, scary games. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah, so I'm going to offer, like... Zero. Just nothing about this. I mean, I don't understand this concept that... Because I know you always want me to go see, like, scary movies and stuff like that. And that is just not something I'm interested in. Well, with movies, like, I don't know the last time I was scared of a movie. Maybe when I was, like, seven or something. I'm, like, the dumpiest oh. person. Meanwhile, we were talking about how I was seven. Um, I do have a correction... For episode one. Who cares? Rick. Yeah, I, I just call it, nah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, fine. I mean, we called out your mistake. No, 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 put it out there. Yeah, he, okay. He's human. Well, he just, I Wait, just remember so Pat saying that he was 13 when he was playing Ocarina um, of Time. And I'm like, well. I went he did up, the math. Yeah. I was like, yeah. It's, it's all about the maths. Like, is Pat like 35? <laughs> <laughs> is he older than me? <laughs> it does not add up. So I was actually, I think. When did Ocarina of Time? 98. 98. So I was, I was six. I was three. <laughs> I was six. That's why the water temple was so hard. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because like you told me, it was like, I got somebody else to beat it for me. And at the in the moment, I was just kind of like, all right, whatever. He's like a 15-year-old asking for someone else to help him. But it's just like, whatever. <laughs> so. I was 11, and I still didn't find the water temple to be that, like, crazy hard. I just hated, like, raising and, like, lowering the water for the different parts and everything. It's a pretty simple mechanic, Pat. I was six years old, <laughs> all right? Give me a break. I was playing, playing really convoluted and intricate games when I was six years old. No, you weren't. You were barely reading. Whoa. <laughs> what age do you start reading? Whenever. <laughs> I don't know. Well, 25. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather hasn't even stuck me. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, that's not true. Call not, out Floyd Mayweather. I will do no such thing. The man's a genius. No, Floyd Mayweather, what? He's way richer than we will ever I, be. That does not mean he's a genius. He knows how to make money. He can fight, and he knows when he does not know how to control money, so he hires someone to do it for that's him. That's smart. That's not a genius. That's not a bad, you know. That's not bad financial practice. But that's not a genius level, I think. But, like, to make that much money in the profession that he does... He's no Kanye West. Oh, shut up. Ooh, <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> With his interesting, or super elaborate uh, phone unlock codes. Five, six zeros. <laughs> six zeros six in zero. a row, yes. I hate so much. But anyway, several tangents. He's got good music. He just shouldn't talk. He hasn't been good since graduation. He's decent. He's decent. I like. I I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> totally, everyone does. Everyone misses Kanye. The Kanye misses the old the Kanye. It's <laughs> like. Oh. Anyway, we're getting back to spooky games. Have we talked about video games at all on this podcast? We talked about movies. <laughs> we talked about music. We talked about reading. A lot of this is probably going to get edited out. Uh, feel, feel free to edit this out, but Kanye West doesn't care about black people. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I feel like Michael Myers. I don't know what to do right now. I had to do that. <laughs> Zach has walked away from the mic at this point. Oh <laughs> he is laughing about that. Honestly, I did that for your guys' sake because that, that that whole cut with Michael Myers just kind of being like, Ooh, yeah, he's like, what do I do? <laughs> How do I? What the? I mean, he's just saying what we're all thinking. Because that was <laughs> that was talking about Hurricane Katrina, right? Yeah, that was that, that was like in 2005. <laughs> yeah, god damn. That's like Taylor Swift when she's getting her award. He's like, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the best music video. Beyonce like, did have the best music video. <laughs> yeah, but what is Taylor Swift gonna do? She's not the one giving herself that award. I hate Taylor Swift too. Really? Yeah. I feel like she's done nothing wrong. All her songs are about mistakes that she's made. Yeah, but who even well, watches no, like, music videos? Like they're not even on well, MTV or <laughs> like VH1 anymore. Like that is true. Yo, I did watch VH1 before going to school like every. Because they had like 20 or so music videos on before the bus would come to school. Or like yeah. Now you just go See, to YouTube if you want. I'm yeah. so old. After school, I would watch MTV and there'd be music videos. Yeah, that, nope. It was called Total Request Live and it had this guy named Carson Daly. Carson Daly's also. I was a big SpongeBob guy growing up, obviously. I didn't have cable. Way to throw that in my face, Zach. <laughs> yeah, God <me> damn. <laughs> I don't know. You missed on a glorious childhood. This is all getting edited. This is all getting edited. Oh, please. <laughs> Everything after the Kanye West. Everything after the Kanye West. This is not coming back onto the podcast. No, the name of the episode is going to be Kanye West Hates Black People. <laughs> we can't make that the title of the podcast. He doesn't care about black people. doesn't care about black people. Uh, okay. I mean, we could get a polarizing audience that would enjoy listening to us. There'd also be a polarizing audience that would hate us. can also attack Carson Daly. Fuck Carson Daly. Carson Daly doesn't care about black people. <laughs> or the homeless. No, that's just... <laughs> that's that, Now you've just got a step too far. Yeah. This <laughs> is a fact. He doesn't care about the homeless. All right. Where do you, really? Yeah, he that's kicked cool. that homeless guy last year. I believe all wanted <laughs> What? I can't believe you would say that. I'm, I'm kidding. I can't believe... Okay, I was about to say, is, is Carson Daly in the news? <laughs> no, no. No one knows who Carson You Daly. see that on CNN? Like, oh, Carson <laughs> Daly kicked a homeless person. Another homeless man? When will this man be stopped? <laughs> Carson Daly is just out there kicking homeless people. He's on a tear. It's <laughs> like, a self-hating, unemployed person. <laughs> he just walks down Hollywood Boulevard kicking kicks homeless, homeless people. people all over the place. Oh, God. Just kind of getting things back on track. My One of us has to. <laughs> and clearly it shouldn't be either. <laughs> just, I'm just going to, instead of you know, going from worst to best, I'm just going to start all out with my favorite scary game. All right, go for it. Favorite scary video game of all time. And... In my personal opinion, one of like definitely in my top five, if not my top three video games of all time, which is Silent Hill 2. To so, also bring this conversation back all the way around, there's a movie where Sean Bean doesn't die. And that Silent is the Hill Silent Hill, Hill movie, which was terrible. Um, Unless you interpret that movie as everybody in Sean Bean's reality is already dead. I think that that actually happens, but he's still alive. <laughs> he's like obviously still alive well, at the end, and everybody alive. else is like in the shadow world or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. It was pretty bad. I never that's saw it. that's just the general rule for video game movies. They suck. But also, they they capitalized on a lot of great things that Silent Hill Two brought to the drawing board. Silent Hill Two. Here's the here's the basis of the game. Uh, you play as James Sunderland. You arrive at this vacation town, Silent Hill, where you always went with your wife. It's your special place. I do remember this game. Because um, you get a note from your wife telling you to meet uh, like, to meet her there. Because the ending is, she's in the trunk. I don't know why I whispered that. I don't know why you said <laughs> that. You're she's... Trying to, because you're trying to like not spoil the ending for people who might want to play this game. Well, there are multiple endings. Okay, we can edit that out then. Yeah. That's but it, that's it. like Probably. one of the interpretations. I don't think they come out and say it, right? No, no, they, they, it's pretty apparent. It is okay. Yeah, we can spoil. I don't know. It's it's, it's been out for fifteen right. years. We can probably spoil the shit out of it. All right, Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> I just got to that book. <laughs> Kylo Ren is I not very trim. <laughs> Shut up about Kylo Ren. He stopped a motherfucking laser with his mind and had a conversation. Yeah, but he also got tricked by an old man. Oh my god. Who a lot of people got tricked by old men. Galaxies right? away. Phrasing. <laughs> Scary. All those priests, they're old men. They trick very many people. This isn't even a video game podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this video game podcast is not talking about a video game from All right, right, we got All right. So back but, to Silent Hill. So right. not that I'm complaining about it, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Silent Hill 2, um, basically your character really is terrible with his weapons. 
Like I, I saw a YouTube video earlier this week where they're talking about the frame rates of it compared to like him compared to like Link and Ocarina of Time. Back before we even knew what frame rates were. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, basically, the one of the main weapons of the game is just a board that you slowly swing back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a radio you keep in your pocket that goes off if there are you know scary things around. What the scary things are, uh, one of the main enemies or not main enemies, but most frequent are just a pair of mannequin legs attached like like. To the top and the bottom. Yes. The, so legs coming out of the of the waist the area, and then, right? and then legs coming up yep. out of the waist. Mm-hmm. That is creepy. And you just beat them with the, you know, with the board. Um, and there's the nurses. They, they just want directions. <laughs> there's also the nurses, which you know, oh, they're kind of scary. The nurse without the faces. Yeah, without the yeah, faces, yeah. and they stab. Anything faceless is scary. That was in the actual Silent Hill movie. It was in the movie. Yeah. You know what else was in the movie? The main villain, Face. Pyramid Head. Less appreciated cousin, Triangle Face. (laughs) Triangle Face. (laughs) But the first time you see Pyramid Head, you're walking through Mm -hmm. this apartment complex. And there's this, like, you know, one, like, kind of (laughs) iron bars. Yeah. And you see him, he's just standing there looking at you. There's another scene, same apartment building, probably, like, maybe ten minutes later. And, you know, you're walking through this room, hear a noise, you hide in a closet, and then you kind of peek through the keyhole. And then you see him, like, going at one of these, like, mannequin... Monsters <laughs> going at as a, the pair of legs. Oh yeah, you guys can't really see the motion I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> he is having intercourse with one of these. Thrusting, thrust, thrusting. <laughs> but yeah, and but really, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, can I do spoilers? Do we? Uh, it's, yes, it's, it's, if you it's say a, spoiler, it's okay. The game was for PlayStation Two. That is true. I own Even it for the original are, Xbox. I still have my. The copy. remake comes out next year. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I have no idea. Uh, it might. Who knows? There's so nice. many remakes. But uh, yeah, really, like uh, your wife was sick for a long time. All of these creatures are basically the main character's sexual manifestations that he's been fighting with this entire time. Pyramid Head is him and his ego, and he's always been, you know, kind of scared of moving on. And yeah, and eventually you find out that certain endings, you actually killed your wife. Oof, bummer. And then you killed yourself. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So Man, that's dark. And then every other character you meet in the game, because there's a lot of other people, they don't see the same things as you. They uh, also have their own personal demons. There's one like lady who's. It's alluded to that her uh, uh, that she had been molested in the past. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, like it's, it's a lot of like really deep yeah, psychological. Like, that, was, that was a real. Like, and you're you're a real guy. It's not like you really know how to shoot a gun very well. Yeah. Close to my heart, one of my very own personal favorite games. Because as you know, Rick also killed his wife. No, I'm kidding. Fiance. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. I didn't mean to. Um, You're a horror. <laughs> okay, let's talk about some other scary games. You guys ever play any Resident Evil games? Yes. I, d- I did play Res- Resident, Resident Evil. I never Evil. owned them, but I played So them I never played Resident, Resident Evil 2, but the remake has me very interested. Uh, I, I Actually, that was one of my first games that I had for my PlayStation. Really? really? No, it was Jet Moto, Oddworld, and Resident Evil so 2. I, I tried Resident Evil 2, but the controls were just... Well, I tried this like... Four years ago, and the controls were just like awful. Yeah, exactly. No, a lot of those games, Especially, even Silent Hills, are, are just terrible. Yeah, modern day, like going backwards to those, like that's the major obstacle for a lot yeah. of these old games. Just like those controls are dated. Uh, we have so much better control schemes now, so like going backwards just feels terrible. Yeah, I was gonna say something that I forgot. My but with the camera work, <laughs> it makes the it, it kind of makes it a little bit scarier. Yeah, in su- certain ways. Um, like, oh, yeah, suddenly your view is, like, through a window of your character. And then, you know, a couple scenes later, something jumps out that window. It's like... And also, this is kind of going off top. Well, kind of Silent Hill-y. They did, because Silent Hill has that, like, fog around the town, so you can't really see ahead of you. So that's, obviously, back then, they didn't have the resolution or, like, the graphical capabilities to do that. So then they just added all this fog. And I think... I remember an anecdote about like somebody talking about remaking it, like a horror game, and they're like, "Yeah, we could finally take out all the fog, because now we can render all that." Right. But then the game loses its like it's, scary it's, atmosphere, exactly. so they're like, right. "We just ended up putting the fog, fog back, back in, in. Yeah. at a higher resolution." <laughs> <laughs> so the stuff is there. The like before it wasn't there, and the fog was masking that. Now no, it's, it's there, there but the, the fog, fog is still masking. Yeah. It. So I think that's just a funny thing. Like when you're remaking these games, like. Mm. Maybe some of those old things that were like technical hurdles that you like overcame are there for a reason. So interesting. Uh, for me, 
So I don't, like I said earlier, I don't do scary things. I don't yeah, like, Zach's a pussy. I am. I am a pussy. Like, I, don't, I don't like scaring myself. I don't do horror movies ever at all. Um, so, like, when I was younger, I mean, even now, like, anything will scare me. Like, Pat will constantly, like... Oh, yeah, I will jump out at him at random moments. <laughs> and it will, like, freak the shit. Like, if I... Like, if I go out of and the room and I'll come back into the room, he'll be standing on, like, the side of the doorway. Yes. And, and he I've, will jump out and scare the shit out I've of conditioned, every time. I've done this enough that I've conditioned him. So now <laughs> there was one point where I was sitting down. We were all hanging out with my friends. And I was sitting down playing something. And Zach is in the other room. And there's, like, a hallway between us. I wouldn't he, walk down the hallway. He would not walk down the hallway. Because he's down like, that hallway. He's like, I know Pat is there. <laughs> well, because it's not just, like, it's a, it's a hallway with, like, and that's it. It's a hallway leading into the room. There's a hallway and there's like three different doorways. Yeah. <laughs> so he could be in anything. And I'm like, I don't believe that Pat is actually out in like the lounge area. Yes. <laughs> and our other friends, like one of our other friends, I think it was your cousin. Yeah. Like, Parth, Parth yes. called you to get out into the open. He's like, what have you done to this He can't, he's petrified <laughs> of hallways now. So oh, God. it doesn't take a lot to scare me. So when I was younger, I think I couldn't have been older than, I want to say I was 12. When Bioshock came out. We gotta fact check that. <laughs> oh man, I was in college. I wanna say Bioshock two thousand five? Like, no, Bioshock I, I was like two thousand seven? Two thousand eight? Two thousand seven actually does sound right, because that was same year as Halo Three. Uh yes. It I was. remember playing. So August twenty first, two thousand seven. So yeah. So I was like twelve years old, right? And I didn't get past like the first like twenty minutes of the game. I remember I remember vividly. I was playing at my friend's house, it was like two in the morning two or three in the morning and you know you just always stayed up all night and played whatever right so there's like one part of bioshock where you're you've made it into like the not the one part the first part the, the first <laughs> i can't say this one part because it's the only part i really know um it's like the very first part of bioshock where you're going and you've made it down into the underwater city and you're like going under one of these arts so there's like a plane crash and then there's yeah, like for those of you who don't know this bioshock, lighthouse yeah and rapture yes yes <laughs> so like it's like a dystopian thing. Your plane crashes. You you have to swim to this island. There's a lighthouse, and in that lighthouse, there's like a almost like a, a vessel of some sort that Balth, takes you. Balth of spear. Yeah, that takes you underwater into the the sunken city where they've where this guy is trying to build this. Utility. I can't speak too much back because I have no idea what the hell the game was about because I didn't get past. Yeah, he missed a great game by the oh way. Oh my god, yeah. That that is a game we will not spoil because you should. If that has not been spoiled for you, you should. It has absolutely, not been spoiled for me. Neither has Infinite or like any of the other Bioshock games. None of them has been. You should been absolutely go play those games. Yeah, would you kindly not spoil it for this man? Yes, that please don't. This is where we ask you to not get us on Twitter or email or anything like that. Um, but um. So what happened was in this one part, like, you walk down this archway, and I remember it, that there's this, like, old woman that was, like, talking into a stroller. Yes. And it, and and the game displays it as if, okay, she's talking to a baby. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this seems like a friendly person. I'm going to casually walk up to her. <laughs> you and naive little bitch. <laughs> I was very, I was 12. <laughs> I was naive and a bitch. <laughs> Just like, so, like, I go, and I walk up to her thinking at this one point in time I finally found someone who's going to help me. So I, I like run full speed at her and she turns around with a go there's a golden revolver yes. in the stroller. And she turns around and shoots me in the face. <laughs> and in that moment when she turns around and starts shooting me and she has like a cat mask on her, I threw the controller at the TV. <laughs> I like freaked out and like I flipped out of the chair. And this is when you were 12, right? This is when I was 12. Because Bioshock 1, 2, and Infinite were remastered for the Xbox. Yes. Which you bought. Which I bought. So then... Did to, you get to the same part? I again? got to the same part, and I overcame my fear. <laughs> and I remember, I like, I when I started walking up, like this is it. I've like waited, <laughs> I've waited eleven years for this. Wrench in hand. I had a wrench or a pipe yes. or something, and I beat the shit out of this old one right away. <laughs> Instantly ran up, pow, pow, just like I was, and then turned the game off after that. <laughs> you didn't even get further than that. No, oh turned the game God. off. <laughs> Because I, I overcame a childhood fear. I was proud of myself and didn't want to... 100% go back and finish that. Didn't game. want to accumulate more fears. <laughs> go finish one, skip two, go to infinite. I, I won't And then come two. back and play two. You know, two. I'm like OCD about that. I won't skip two. Yeah, two's not terrible. It's actually pretty fast. Yeah, but get to infinite. If infinite, I play Bioshock the same way I play Tomb Raider, it will not be fast. I play very slow. I go back and forth between infinite and one. Because I fucking love Infinite. but like I know one Infinite, is like, like the... Pat was telling me that Infinite will change my outlook on life, which I don't think it will. 
but it will you, change your outlook on the first game. And and you, well, you said we need to have a deep philosophical conversation. We will after you beat one and infinite. I won't do either in oh my, my lifetime. God. I'm too scared. Like, <laughs> if if the if the old cat lady scared me and still scares me now, it's all constants and variables, man. Just have a beer or two and turn up the music. No, not, not like, actually. I, I usually put on like Tool or some sort of hard rock. <laughs> Okay. And then I'm just like, okay, whatever. Just rocking through, hitting people with my wrench. Yeah. There you go. I remember I was playing, um, well, I guess it's not necessarily scary, but I was playing a Dead Island game. One of, one of the Dead Islands, I don't remember. And my buddy put on, like, um, Want to Be Starting Something by Michael Jackson. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, like, the funniest thing. Because you were running up the street yeah. and just massacring zombies left and right. It was actually really funny. That definitely lightened the mood for me. Oh, yeah. So, just, like, so speaking of, like, sound design games... I'm going to talk about my favorite scary game, which I've already alluded to this in the first episode. It's one of my. You explicitly said it. Whatever. I think you've mentioned it in multiple episodes. Yeah. I might have, because you should absolutely play this game, and that is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Um, This game is. I wouldn't say it's fully a horror game, it's like part psychological horror, part hack and slash, part puzzle. Um, But the thing that makes it like. I've never really been scared of a game, but I have been like. I, I would say I'm unsettled when I play this game. Like, I'm on edge. Um, there's moments where I'm, like, in combat and, like, my palms are sweating to the point where, like, I dropped the controller at one point because I was so into this fight because the thing about this game is... So when you when you start it up, they recommend you play with headphones because they did um, 3D binaural audio that they recorded for this because you play a Senua who is... Um, I'm going to kind of give you a gist of the game here. She is a schizophrenic in, like viking times or whatever and her boyfriend has died so she has his head that she carries with him and according to nordic myth if you take the head of a loved one to hella she has the power to bring him back so that's her whole journey for this game and because she's schizophrenic and they recorded all these like i think they call them furies um that talk to you throughout the game so you're like, she is the only, like, major character other than, like, non-enemy that is in the game, but you constantly have these voices that are talking to you. And some of them are helpful. Some of them will be like, what's this? Go this way. And then some of them just fuck with you. And even in combat, they're constantly talking to you because it's a – there's very minimalist HUD. So as you're playing the game, people are going to be coming at you from multiple directions. There's multiple people coming at you. So one of the game mechanics is the voices tell you if someone's behind you. So they'll be like, there's someone behind you. So you have to like dodge or like duck or block and get out of the way. Sometimes they're just fucking with you. So they'll be like, someone's behind you and you turn around. There's no one there. Now, is it, is it a first person game or is it? No, it's third person. person, But is, is it in such a way where it's like zoomed out so you can see if there's actually someone behind you? Yeah. So you can shift the camera around to be, look behind you. But that like, I've never had that experience before when like, cause they, they had a mental health specialist, advise on this game and actually people who do suffer from schizophrenia came on as advisors to design how these voices how these auditory hallucinations were so yeah like i won't play it but that's cool it's it's chilling it's like unsettling like one of the most crazy experiences i've ever had and you should absolutely play that game because it is just phenomenal um that sound design is just Mm -hmm. it just adds to that immersion I mean, sounds are so huge for things that are, like... Especially, like, anything scary. Yeah. yeah. Like, sound will dictate a lot of it. Oh, and then... So, th- this game fucks with you. I've kind of established that. that. Yeah, clearly. So, there's... The first time you die, there's, like, a cutscene that explains a mechanic, which is there's this, like, rot that starts growing up her hand. So, if you die... It says if you die enough, you, all progress will be lost. So, if you die enough in this game, it will delete your save. That sucks. So I was constantly, yeah, yeah, I was constantly on edge because I'm like, I've died like three times so far in this campaign. And he doesn't tell you how many yeah, times it, you have Yeah, it die doesn't know. Right? But like the rock climbs higher the more you die. So it's like if it reaches her head, it's all over. So mm-hmm. it's just you're always on edge playing this game. And like I literally beat this game in two sittings because it was so engrossing and like crazy. Um, before I knew it, it was like three in the morning or whatever. And I'm like, fuck, I got work. Which platform can I require this game on? So originally it released. Acquire. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which platform is required for this game? 
Um, so <laughs> it. it was Steam and PS4 initially, but now it's on Xbox. Shout out to Ninja Theory, bought by Microsoft. Can't wait to see what this developer does next. We already talked about Ninja Theory. I know. Yep. <laughs> I listened to that today. Big fan, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It means a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so that's just yeah. one of my favorite yeah, scary yeah. games. What, what I, have, I have a few other personal scary experiences yeah, sure. when playing video games. Like, I um, uh, was playing Condemned once. Condemned. And Original Xbox. Yep. Condemned Criminal Origins. Screen goes black. You know, I was playing in the dark, and I just see this little red ring okay. on my oh, Xbox. Oh, my God. This guy went so meta. <laughs> oh, no, no. And then there's another time. It's probably a couple Christmases ago. This game in my PlayStation 4. And boom. EA. <laughs> And it was only half a game that I bought for 60 bucks. Ah, oh, uh, Battlefront. Oh, man. You know, yeah. uh, I, I'm never again. Give me... I'll never pre... I, that's why I don't pre-order games. I'm very scared of commitment. I dated my girlfriend for like three and a half years before I proposed. <laughs> that's not like an abnormal amount of time. I feel like. Yeah, not, not according to her. <laughs> Does she want you to get married like, right off the spot? Like, uh, engaged like a year in, I think. Maybe two years. I don't know. I just I, I got yeah, to a point where I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah, this is the one. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Like, really reluctantly. Well, one of the things is she was like, yeah, like, yeah, if you propose, like, I'll, I'll buy you a Switch. Yeah, you can have a Switch. And I'm like. She bribed you. Oh, she did. And Do I got the, the ring. And then she pulled the uh, old Switch. Oh. <laughs> well, now we have to but, save up for the wedding. But she did get you an NES Classic. Yeah, SNES Classic. SNES Classic. <clears throat> so, yeah, I get I get my Earthbound on. Should I should I edit this out or do you want to join? No, you, no, no that's fine. She's not listening anyway. No, so, she yeah. should. <laughs> Trying to think of anything else scary. Uh, anytime you encounter a Deathclaw, except in Fallout 4. Slenderman scared the shit out of me. You've said that. That's just a not on the scary. podcast. That was before. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That was in our pre-run talk. Yeah. You know when we actually yeah, when, tried to when we discussed that we shouldn't bring this up because that's not even a game. Slenderman is a game. Oh my god. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna prove a point because it's a jump better. scare. It doesn't matter. PC Gamer said it was number ten in the scariest games. Who the fuck gives a shit about PC? Ooh. Gamer? What like? <laughs> what is that? Scariest <laughs> games of all time. Yeah. So like, if I look up at PC Gamer, I'll, I'll actually just. But Alan Wake. You guys play Alan Wake? Alan Wake was great. So this is it PC. wasn't that scary, though. No, it wasn't. But so, I did like the mechanic of shining so, a light on them before. I did not find that out for a while. Oh, my God. Because a lot of these modern games, like Resident Evil 4, Condemned, uh, The Last of Us, for me, it's like survival horror. So just run till you get to the next save point, breathe, and then run till you get to the next save yeah. point. Yeah, right. So yeah, if we go a, through. I got to find this. Yeah, let's, PC, let's, 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 let's was it judge PC this list. No, I'm sorry, not PC Gamer. Pr- Prime again. Yeah, so I, that's even less. Oh, let's see what they have to say. Anyway, so they they did fifty, but I'll give you their top ten. Oh so number God. ten was Slender. Number, Already, this list is in question. Number nine was Outlast. Never played it. I haven't played any of the game. Condemned. Condemned. I talked eight. about. That. I mentioned that one. <laughs> uh, fear is number seven. Ooh, fear was. Fear is actually fears. okay. Dead um, Space. Oh, Dead Space. I forgot to say Dead Space. Dead Space was great. Dead Space is on here. So Fatal Frame 2. Oh, Fatal Frames. Is number six. You didn't even have a gun. You just had a camera. Really? Oh, wow. That's like old school, guys. That's like PlayStation 1. Manhunt 2, number five. I've never played either Manhunt. Uh, Manhunt, yeah. That was, that was a Rockstar game. Rockstar. Right? Back when Rockstar yeah, made games like, like every year. Up until what? GTA 5? When they discovered microtransactions. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, oh, it's, been, it's been a while, guys. Um, Resident Evil 4. Uh, is number four. Uh, symbolic. Silent Hill 2 is number three. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> Silent Hill 2 is number one. Uh, Resident Evil, just the original Resident Evil, I guess, is number two. Or Resident Evil Remake. Oh, the remake for the GameCube. Yeah. What and was number one? Dead Space. Dead Space number one. That's, wow. I mean, they, they go through their reasoning. That, uh, a lot of the reason was not just because of the ambience of scary stuff, but like I guess the gruesome way you, in which you would die in Dead Space. Yeah, the, that had like the thing going through your eye and yeah. I mean that that's like one of the. But that was things, Dead Space like, three, I believe, where you had to perform eye surgery on yourself. Yeah, like in this, they're talking about like there's 
Dead Space wins not only because of its perfectly scary ambience, but also the ways your character can die, like having your head ripped off by a creepy crawly. And then it attaches itself to your body and takes over. That's yeah. just creepy <laughs> and disturbing. Um, and I guess the final boss in Dead Space is creepy, but I haven't played so. um, I also quickly want to talk about Until Dawn. That's on my list. That is That game is basically a like B, B-movie slasher flick that you play through. It's like eight teenagers going to a ski lodge, and you, it's kind of like an adventure game. Um, there's kind of quick time events, and you de- determine like the story and everything. And based on your choices, either either all of them or any one of them can die by the end of it. And it just has like these... It's kind of like Cabin in the Woods, the game. It has these tropes that like all scary movies have yeah. that you can see coming, but so, it's just hilarious to like do it. Speaking of Cabin in the Woods, right? Since I'm so into horror movies, didn't realize it was a parody until like three quarters of the way through the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what well, was it? Chris Hemsworth riding into the side. Of the border? <laughs> it was. It was when he like drives his motorcycle yeah. into the side of the dome. <laughs> and just like this, that was the moment I realized that this game, that this movie was meant to be funny. <laughs> like you didn't realize it when they're like on the phone with that one guy and he's like being all creepy and they're just making fun of him on the other end. That's like very early on in the film, right? I know, but like, but like, I figured like, oh, they're gonna like. They're going to ease you in with a false <laughs> sense of security, and then this is going to be really scary. And then, as it went on, I'm like, like the part where the dude gets stabbed in the throat when they're in the RV, freaked out. Not ready for that. Was not fair. I should. I jumped so bad. The popcorn was all over the theater. Um, but then, when he went, but when he drove into the side of the um, the dome, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty funny. Yeah, that so, was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. And then the dude, uh, the one guy makes it the whole way through because he was smoking weed the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and then stops him from being affected. There's a lesson, children. <laughs> yes. Go to Canada. It's legal there now. I'm Cough. I'm for you. Cough. Cough. <laughs> Canada. Canada's not scary. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Every scary Canadian. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> Hoser. I'm sorry. Did I scare you? Hey. Hey. <laughs> this is not what ghosts in Canada are boots. <laughs> I think what, like, from our whole discussion here I've gathered is, like, a good scary game needs a good story mm-hmm. and good sound design. I don't know. I mean, maybe not so much a story. Because it could just be something where it just, like, makes you jump. I guess it depends on the type of well, game you're trying to make. Yeah. Let's say jump scares are, are, are scares, too. They're yeah. scares, but they're not memorable. Like, these games... Oh, remember I remember being... playing Slender. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> then again, I remember every traumatic scare in my life. But any, like, casual games we can think of where there's just, like, a tremendous jump scare. Mm. I mean, like, Uncharted 1. We were talking about that before the podcast started. Like, when you get to the Nazi bunker and there's, like, actual, like, Nazi zombies, that kind of freaks me out. That's not meant to, like, be a horror game or anything. That, that moment. Oh, 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 how about um, Dark Souls? I never played Dark Souls. I'm too scared to play Dark Souls because it's there, it's yeah. hard as hell. Yeah, like, from right. every, every everybody like everything I've heard, it's like, oh yeah, Dark Souls, just terrifying. Yeah. Anybody who's played it is just like you're gonna get so frustrated because you're gonna die so much. I'm like, I don't have time to th- for this. I'm, I'd rather have fun when I'm I I want to live. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I, I think other things you mentioned. I think sound is the biggest one for me. Like in in like really immersing you into the horror style. It's like sound is so huge and not just with video games but with anything scary that and i think horror games resonate with me more than horror movies because you're you're doing it yeah, yeah you're because you're in a movie action. you just stop watching you close your if you get scared close your eyes whatever it's still gonna go on right. in a horror game you have to experience it. You, you have, have to, to physically move your character or do your you can do what I did in Bioshock, close my eyes and try to move straight. <laughs> that didn't work, I died. <laughs> I recommend maybe just putting on some more Michael Jackson. That could actually help. Try like, it, yeah. Like, that made Dead Island too like, so much fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> just try that for everything in life. Because sound is a huge factor. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, because, like, when we were playing Dead Island, either one or two, I can't remember. But like, <laughs> when we put on Michael Jackson, it's, like, completely, like, lowered any sort of like sensitivity or like anything like that I had for the game being scary yeah. completely desensitized it I'm like okay this is actually just be goofy and fun as hell yeah but let's like, give give credit to the sound guys for being able to make these games so scary this is from one sound effects guy <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just you know, credit where credit is due that is true yeah, yeah. that they, they do their job so well that we have to resort to listening to Michael Jackson to even make it through any bit of yeah. their game yeah. more than any other genre like they earn their paycheck for horror movies. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's like a lot of things like you remember, like the the creaky door or like the sharp the sharp sound right before something scary happens. Like those are the things that you like remember. Like when you hear it happy, like oh shit, stuff's about to go down. Yeah, yeah. Or like so, when you're playing, you know, like. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, and then Uncharted or Tomb Raider, you know, the music picks up, and then yeah, when the music isn't there, you're like, okay, I'm fine. Yeah, right. you can. With relax. horror games, and the music isn't there, you're like, some shit's what? going down. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Right, like it, it, it's the absence of sound that's the most scary. Some people call that silence. No, absence of sound. <laughs> I bet you call it darkness too. It's the absence of light. <laughs> no, it's just like, yeah, okay, silence can be a very powerful, powerful tool, especially in horror games. Your tools. Wow. <laughs> We're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for this podcast, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but just in general, I'm not big scary game guy. Of all the, of all the, ho- I mean, of all the holidays, Halloween is my least favorite, actually. Really? Yeah. And at Christmas, you get presents and candy. Yeah, love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite. You get a lot of food. MLK Day, you don't get nothing besides a day off of work. Equality. Wow. (laughs) Any quality, yeah. No, no food. Equality is so overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it, Kanye. (laughs) Um, In case we edited the Kanye part out, that joke is not going to make sense. But uh, I mean, no, I mean, like growing up, obviously, like Halloween was great. Obviously, I mean, you get to dress up in a costume, you're out with your friends, you're getting candy, but now it's just a pain in the well, ass. Well, I, I like just the As general... As an adult, Halloween sucks. Uh, I like the general atmosphere about it. I was so excited to hand out candy my first year after graduating college. Like, I dressed up as Indiana Jones, put on the hat, made, like, a little whip, whip out of an old belt, and, no like, came. yeah, I, I lived in this apartment, like, like basically the street that had a bunch of apartment units on it. Uh-huh. And I went up to the top of the hill and I just waited with my bag of candy. We actually had to go buy candy twice because me and my roommate wait a minute, like you ate you it all. <laughs> wait, wait, so did you leave your home? Yeah, because like I, yeah, I lived in the bottom of a hill. Oh, okay. So you know, just so all the kids yeah. walking by could. Okay, fair yeah, fair, make fair. it easier. For I was out there for two hours, no trick or treaters. Really? Yeah, I came back in. My roommate instead of like texting me or coming up the hill and telling me, he just points at his computer and he had a list or actually a map. Um, oh, where the trick or treating was happening? No, of all the sexual predators in my neighborhood. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, and you can see why trick or treating. Yeah, I say so. It was not a great area, but hey, I still had a lot of candy. Yeah, I remember like when I, the neighborhood I grew up in for Halloween. Whenever we did trick or treating, there was like one house that was on the corner of one of the streets in the neighborhood. That's like in the dead center of the neighborhood, and he would like project like old like either scary movies or he typically put like scooby-doo movies up on the side of his house and he projected up and everybody would just be there like essentially like partying he had grills there were donuts there were, like everything like the, it was the whole neighborhood converged onto his yard and it was the greatest thing yeah ever. that's that's the thing about halloween as an adult it is what you make it yeah that's true so like i just like the general atmosphere like it's become like this whole month of october is just like Watch scary movies, you know, like play scary games, just like which I do neither of those things. <laughs> that's like that's why you don't like Halloween. <laughs> I do okay. Well, like I'm excited for Haunted Fest because that's I mean that's just a music festival. It has nothing to do with being scared, but it's just like you have to dress up. In You've a been to um, Halloween's at Cedar Point. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. for Zach, you can go back and you know play all those Mario levels where you're in the haunted house and there's booze around. Yeah, but <laughs> those aren't scary. I have to say, on, on, for a Zach level. Oh, yeah, for a Zach level of scary, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, my God, what is that? (laughs) I'm looking at it. It's not doing anything. Turn around. Oh, my God. It moved. As a kid, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this ghost? (laughs) Every time I turn my back to it, it's chasing me, and it's freaking. Like, you need to stop. But no, think about it. Has a ghost ever moved when you were looking at it? Hmm? Has a ghost ever moved when you were looking at it? In real life or in life? Yeah, in real life. Ghosts aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) As far as you know. Maybe maybe all the things that don't move when you look at them are ghosts. I just blew your mind. Okay, so if I look at something and it doesn't move, it's probably a ghost. It's a ghost. Okay, makes sense. There you go. Okay. Anything else you guys want to talk about or? Scary election season. Oh Oh, god, God. (laughs) got way too real. Living in a swing state (laughs) sucks. Now, 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 politics are scary. I never know what the fuck's happening. And they happen right around Halloween. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it's fitting. Gotta ruin it. But hey, guys, two weeks, it's over. We'll be playing Red Dead. That is true. Next week. Yeah, he, Pat, 
I on the show notes here it says next week and then it just says in all caps red dead with an obscene amount of exclamation <laughs> points following. Yes, that's so. like seventeen too many. Tune in next week for my impressions of Red Dead. That's basically it. I I may not even be here. I may not show up for next week. Whatever. That'll be most of the show, so we don't even need you. I mean, okay. (laughs) We'll see how well you get on that one next week. Um, Yeah, I mean, Red Dead is the big game. This was like the first week that we've had since starting the podcast where really like not much happened. It is the quiet before the storm. Um, So yeah, we apologize for this podcast. (laughs) No, I think it was a good podcast. I think it was great. I loved having work on. I was able to sneak in because nothing happened. (laughs) We give them what the we give the fans what they want. They wanted Rick. It's true. They didn't even know they wanted Rick. But you know, (laughs) they got Rick rolled. Kind of like that fungus in The Last of Us. (laughs) I grow on you. Rick pick. There you go. Oh, okay. What's the Rick pick for the? It's just a. It's a Silent Hill two. That's to no. play on dick pick. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm making it a thing. Like, what are you talking a game about? you should play that Rick has picked. Oh, Rick oh. has picked? Game on, yeah. But it's not the same pick. It's P-I-C. Not P-I-C-K. You said it. I can't just differentiate if there's a K or not when you're saying it. If I'm making Rick puns. <laughs> oh, cl- my God. Clearly, if I say Rick pick. <laughs> yes, and then I went with the joke of it's what is the Rick, Rick pick for no, this no, week. No, 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 because it would have to be grammatically correct. It would be Rick's pick. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I'm just saying it's possessive. Oh my god, you're possessive. Yes, I like <laughs> my stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, Rick, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate having you. Yeah, no giving us the insight that. Any I'm anything you want to plug? Twitter, Facebook. Rick? I thought you were talking no, to Rick. Oh, I was talking to Rick. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, if you do want to see some Rick pics, um, <laughs> I, I have an Instagram account. <laughs> uh, Rick underscore the underscore Brewer. Rick the Brewer. I take a lot of pictures of my dog Ruth and a lot of boring brew stuff like hops and stuff. Does, does Ruth have an Instagram? What's, uh, what's usually at, at the hashtag you can't handle the Ruth. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what's Ruth's full name? Ruth Bader Ginsdog. <laughs> I love that. Um, while we're plugging our social media accounts please follow us at tugpod that's t-u-g pod and send us emails and stuff like that at the untitled gaming podcast at gmail.com and i'm not sure if we mentioned it in the intro but we do have that giveaway going on the giveaways so. we are now what four episodes away that's this is true episode, episode 10 we will be announcing the winner yeah and we we've, we've got some responses so get on it guys yeah, so. What's the giveaway? Oh, yeah. Oh, Rick yeah. does not know. I, I am unaware of this, and <laughs> so, so someone might be many new listeners. So we say, quote, giveaway. giveaway. We're poor and have nothing to offer, physically or tangibly. We, um, what we do have to offer is the title of executive producer. And my dignity. So, <laughs> which both are worthless. So. They are both worthless. <laughs> I have no shame. So it's Co-executive <laughs> producer. There you go. Yes. Now he's promoted himself. From Rick sound is effects guy, Rick so. is executive. You guys said that earlier. That's true. We did. We You've did give done him a that significantly th- better job than Chance has. We did give him that title, but Chance was never executive producer. He was always just producer. But the, the, the people gave him a second chance. Should Should we have like a battle between me and Chance one of these off weeks? Producer, we, we can like like to the death. A five person Mario. <laughs> like oh a five God. person Mario party. <laughs> if only we could. If only we could. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, they, this giveaway, you all you do get the title of executive producer. Also, I will be doing the dramatic reading of something yes. I would assume so inevitably shameful. Whoever we pick, whoever we pick as the winner will get title of executive producer, and then they will also get to pick a monologue or song or whatever, whatever. that they want Zach to read dramatically. Yes, you can write it yourself if you're very creative. Yes, um, okay. but yeah, I mean, so that's that's just what it is. So. Uh, Make sure you guys are subscribing and leaving reviews. Yeah. It's the best way to enter. Leave reviews. This. That helps your chances. Um, Retweet. We send appreciate us an email. We appreciate all of you guys that have been sending us feedback either through email or um, through the reviews. We're or trying to do just on Xbox. Work. Our gamer tags. I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on the show, but I'm Undertaker four one five. I made it when I liked wrestling. No judgment. <laughs> uh, mine is Snorzax, so it's like the Pokemon Snorlax, which is my favorite Pokemon, but with a, a Z instead of an L. I like that. Yeah. I'm WT Shermanator after... Uh, on PSN? Yeah, on PSN. Yeah, sorry, I should mention My mind's Xbox. Yeah. yeah. I that. Uh, WT Shermanator after my uh, favorite Civil War general, also from Ohio. Nice. Freeing those slaves by burning down the South. I'm also Undertaker 415 on PSN, so if you want to... 
I don't have my PlayStation anymore, so my gamer tag is worthless right now. Yeah, but if you want to hit us up, play some games, or... Speaking of that, did you hear PlayStation? They're going to allow you to change your gamer tag now. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Because that's the reason I wasn't changing it on uh, Xbox, because I couldn't change it on PSN. I might change it now, that yeah. I can. But yeah, no, feel free to send us friend requests, stuff like that. Pat's yeah. very toxic. Don't, don't play with him. Hey, if you suck at this game, don't play with me, because I'm good. He's trash at most everything. Bullshit. I'm actually kidding. Pat, Pat's actually pretty good at some games. Most games. The some. Don't play the help. No, don't play the Haya. <laughs> don't <laughs> play the Haya. <laughs> uh, anyway. So would you play the? Would you just play the game? Yeah, play the Haya. Play the Haya. Play the Haya. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. I think on that we should just end. Yep. yep. All right. Done. Yeah. Just have fun. Make a name for yourself. Thanos did nothing wrong. <laughs>